Welcome to Chapter 2 of HealthSystemCIO.com's interview with Mark Zirkelbach, CIO at Loma Linda University Medical Center. In this segment, Zirkelbach talks about how they're using macro process owners to help prioritize, why optimization is tougher than implementation, and the hairy timing of Loma Linda's meaningful use attestation. When you talked about some of the requests that were made, was it like champions or, or super users, or did it kind of go through certain channels as far as people making requests for uh, you know uh, modifications? Well, yes, we had a we did have a process, and at uh, at Go Live and Post Go Live, it's built around the different application areas, and and there's a prioritization process where I almost call it like a risk management model, where you know how Significant is the impact of quality. Is there a regulatory driver? In other words, there's some weighting that goes on, and you just keep working this sort of top ten and trying to make sure that the top ten issues are always being addressed. Right. And so that was, you know, that worked reasonably well. But uh, the the governance structure around, you know, focusing on what we worked on and and what was important to the organization is what we're refining now. We want to make sure that there's a you know there's a good comprehensive view of of standards of care for around access and documentation and quality outcomes and that um, the the changes to the system that support those things are are given a much uh, more holistic view before we start to make them. We've created a role uh, here we call macro process owners. And the macro process owners are, are really the the key business owners of a particular area. So one macro process owner is access for us. And so there's a person that's responsible for that process, and they have a, a subgroup that uh, evaluates what the organization is trying to do in terms of moving things forward, what we have to do from a regulatory perspective, and the different projects that are coming up and making sure that that the things that we take on are something that the operation can support and implement in a sustainable way and and not just um you know change requests that come from different parts of the organization so that's a that's a big deal for us we're putting a lot of energy into you know making sure that we're process oriented and that the changes are made to workflows uh within these processes and that's uh you know that's a big mindset change for all of us. Yeah, sure. Um now uh in, in terms of uh, the optimization that's the focus right now, are there any, you know, particular aspects of that or is it just kind of in in general trying to, you know, get more or or uh improved use out of the system? Well, every I think every area w- would have uh, a list, you know, that they would say would be really helpful, but I'd say the Patient movement, you know, around CPOE is an area where we've put a lot of energy in trying to to make the system easier uh, for clinicians to understand. Uh, it's just uh, it's just a, again uh, a very different uh, mechanism than able be able to uh, either give a verbal order or to to write out an order. So that's that's been one area that uh, we continue to focus on. Nursing documentation is another area. Um, it's you know one of those areas where there's a lot of scrutiny around care plans and and regulatory reviews. So we've tried to make sure that you know it, it accommodates those kinds of requirements, but also is is something that nurses can do you know in a in an efficient manner. And then revenue cycle and access. 
we've put a lot of energy into those areas to try to make sure that you know the system is efficient for for charge capture for scheduling events uh, authorization those sorts of things and and we still have a lot of work in front of us in that area too interesting because in one way you want to say oh that the hard part's over with because you have this implemented but i'm sure that 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 is certainly not necessarily the case well um it both parts are hard probably for different reasons one and i've heard and used many analogies analogies and you know none of them really uh, work well but just just getting a system live and 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 making sure that all of these changes are communicated and all the touch points and sort of stress that goes along to hitting a date and it's all you know it's all about a date and a budget and you know trying to make sure that all the mechanics around that happen so that's that is very hard um there's there's no denying that but maybe the easy part of that is you can kind of get through that with some blinders on you can look at dates and milestones and meetings that have to occur and it's a you know it's even though it seems like it's never ending, it's a fairly um, finite set of work. On once you go live, then all that changes, and so basically everything is is fair play. You know, problems with the system needs to optimize, need to add departments, new partners. It's just on and on and on, and so transitioning from that uh, sort of that go live mindset to be able to have dialogue about a m- bunch of different things that you could do, but you know you won't do them all. Having structure, having teams that are used to that um, is also very hard, but in, in a different way. So they, they both uh, they both represent challenges and, and have to be prepared for and to, to be successful. Right. And I, I, I like the way you put it about how it's a a change in the mindset, and, and I'm sure that that's something where, you know, leadership has to really own that and kind of, you know, guide the rest of the organization through that. Well, yes, it's, and our leadership was phenomenal in terms of just providing us the support, you know, the air cover, helping with the, the messaging of, you know, this is, we got to get this done, and it does conflict with other things that people want to do, so they were, um, you know, they were great. Um, couldn't ask for more support. But then, what we all learned is uh, together is that these systems, and and we call them, you know, sort of transformational in nature, really does sort of tug at the at the leadership and at the operation in a much more significant way in terms of ownership and having a hand in what happens. So, you know, it, not to say that that we didn't have this going on before, but when when mostly everything is automated and it's all integrated and you're you know you're part of a complex system the operation just has to take more time in understanding these workflows and and even the data and the analytics and, you know we've discovered that uh, we move pretty quickly in implementing the systems and when we try to do analytics uh, afterwards you know the meaning of the data has changed a bit from what it used to uh, there's more people involved in entering the data and so just our disciplines around around those sorts of things, which were fairly straightforward and worked reasonably well uh, before, are all being sort of reinvented or refined. And, um, and leadership and operations um, has found that, you know, it goes much better if they take more of a hand in those discussions, those activities. Right. 
in terms of uh, meaningful use, how are you uh, positioned at this point? Well, we're we're on target. Um, it's a it's a multifaceted answer. The eligible providers are doing well. Um, we've um, you know we've worked very hard. Of course, a lot of this happened you know sort of right in the midst of of meaningful use this this project, and so right. there was a bit of a scramble to try to make sure we were organized and we were you know meeting all the requirements to do our testation. And the same on the on the with the eligible hospitals, uh, but we're we're doing fine. We've attested for stage one, and we're you know we're right at the the edge of being ready to to do stage two. Yeah, certainly though, like you said, something where if you're right in the middle of a, of an implementation, I'm sure that that can get kind of hairy with <laughs> dealing with with all the requirements and you know preparing for for the next uh, phase. Well, it's very—it's a very good way to say it. It's very hairy. Um, we we just had a meeting last week about meaningful use and uh, the data validation that has to occur there, and value-based purchasing, and core measures, and how you know there's there's a convergence going on. Um, I think in, at first it probably was maybe unintentional because these things are typically driven in, by different areas, but the you know the people that are involved are seeing that it's some of the same data, uh, and it's some of the same uh, processes that um, you know that generate this data, and so converging our our teams and our processes so we maybe only have to address something once has been has been really challenging because those have been dealt with you know by different areas in some cases uh, although our quality team. Uh, seems to be one of the areas where you know they deal with all of it uh, upstream, where that data is created. Um, the the different uh, construct around or framing around meaningful use versus value-based purchasing. Uh, the communications have been different. The activities have been different around it, and uh, now we're trying to bring those together. And that that is very complex. And there's many other things that sort of swirl around that in terms of just trying to. You know, trying to manage information, trying to coordinate care, creating registries around different populations, doing population health. Uh, all those are um, all very demanding from a data perspective, and, and the disciplines to do that well um, are, are demanding also. Right. When you talk about uh, the Wholeness Institute, um, that's going to be uh, developed. Um, I, I would imagine that this is something where you know, I, the goal is, like you said, to, to be able to um, take care of the whole patient in, in a better way, and you know, maybe maybe help with some of the, uh, the the care transition challenges that I know a lot of organizations are going through. Just you know, keeping track of patients once they leave the hospital. Well, I, it will certainly will certainly be um, addressing that, but I think the Wholeness Institute, and again, this is this is all, you know fairly new and evolving but then the discussions that I've been involved in it's it's much more about um, trying to help people stay healthy and um, if and if not healthy then to to get to a healthy place and and so it you know that tends to be not only population based but also you know individual based and and we may be at risk for these uh, individuals, or they may just be in our community and any of our communities, and we'd want to try to, um, 
you know, have services or information uh, that could be useful for anyone in any particular situation. So it's it's much more about the whole person and whole person care, but really trying to stay healthy and and get healthy. Much more emphasis on that, and and creating uh, professionals that uh, that have much more much more training and and uh, preparation for that kind of uh, that kind of focus. Right, it's something where where there's certainly a lot of demand for it. So it should be uh, it should be interesting in the next couple of years to see how it pans out. Now, as far as um, accountable care, are you involved in any ACOs at this point, or is it something that that you're looking at for the future? We are certainly looking at it, and and I believe January one will be our first formal uh, ACO that we'll be participating in. But we've been we've been studying it and looking at it and trying to prepare for it uh, for the last several years. But we're we're not um, involved in it as, or far down the road maybe as other organizations. So hopefully we'll learn from them and and be able to you know apply some of those lessons to our experience. Thank you for listening to this podcast from HealthSystemCIO.com. To hear other podcasts visit our website or subscribe to our account in iTunes at healthsystemcio.com backslash podcast.